You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Downtown Larned Podcast. So excited to have you here this week. We are joined today here soon with Alex Filbert, the our very own chamber director. But joined with me here is Jared Smith. The host, Jared and I always laugh because we, we don't know who's the host and who's the co-host, so we just say uh, co-hosts, I guess. But Jared just got back from the hurricane in Florida. Jared, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, it, it was raining, but it wasn't storming yet, so we got out. The airport was not shut down yet. So does that bring cheap flights or expensive flights? Depends. If you already had your flight... They gave you an option. They gave you three days to change your flight. But because everyone was wanting to get out, there was no flights to change to. Hmm. So everything was packed. So when you walked into the airport, there were no seats to sit down. People were lining the hallways. It was crazy. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, it's about to be Alex and I alone. So we're glad to have you. Alex, we're especially glad to have you. Um, now, it's it's been good getting to know Alex. Um, just, I guess it's been a few years now. Well, a long time, considering we went to high school together, but on the board itself, right. uh, coming up on two years, I believe. Yes. Um, so, no, uh, it's been a pleasure. I know that if you don't know Alex, you need to stop by the, the chamber uh, <laughs> building and get to know Alex. Okay, so you also have to say, a lot of people don't know me as like Alex, the chamber director. They're like, oh, that overly excited yeah. girl all the yeah. time. Like that super happy girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Same person. Same person. Yeah. Cool. Well, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your hobbies, your family, what brought you to Learned? Why did you become the chamber director? Okay. So I actually grew up here. So kind of like Landon. Um Grew up here, graduated from high school, went off to K-State, got mm. my degree there. Just before I went to Manhattan, I met my husband now, um, Seth, and we dated all throughout college. It just worked that he's originally from Maxville, me being here, his career was going to lead him back home. So it just worked out that we were able to both come back here and kind of serve our home communities in a way. But um, we have a, let's see, it's a 1918 Sears Roebuck catalog house. So I guess that can kind of fall into one of my hobbies. Yeah. Maybe not like my choice of hobby, but hey. So Alex, a Roebuck, a Roebuck house that we said, like they so, ordered it off of a yeah, magazine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you get this whole house and it comes in a kit, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like they just built it by wow. the kit. Wow. Yeah. So over a hundred years, still standing. So that's kind of, I feel like that's one of every homeowner's kind of hobbies, Right. all of the housework. Right. Um, but we also have two kids, Giles, he's three, adorable, but also a little wild man. Sure. And then we have Lane, our daughter, who's nine going on 10 months. And she is so funny and sassy and has wild fluffy hair. But it's funny because both of my kids obviously are like happy and outgoing. Everyone goes, oh, I wonder who they got that from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shocker, I know. <laughs> but um, outside of them, the house, one hobby, gardening. 
gardening not by choice, gardening by marriage, because my husband, he loves to grow things. He's a he's an agronomist, so plants are his life. So, of course, when we get this nice old house in the country that sits on, you know, some acres of land, there's an old corral, perfect soil fertility. You come into uh, gardening. Pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> So busy with Phil, that. Philbert Fresh, right? Shout yes. out. You, you're welcome to shout outs here. I mean, come on. <laughs> Philbert Fresh. You heard of it, Jared? I have not, but I have now. Yeah. See, yeah. there we go. Yep. Yeah. See, we grow like everything. Awesome. Everything. Not even things that just we want to eat more so. Just Seth will walk in. He'll see the name of like a type of pepper. Ooh, this one looks cool. Let's grow it. <laughs> so we do like everything. All of your veggies. Your pumpkins, your fruits, everything. But then my hobby is everything artsy-fartsy under the sun. So art, photography, all of that. Anything where I can be creative. Wow, Awesome. Yes. Well, hey, let's jump into a little bit of the chamber. What does the chamber do and what does it aim to achieve? And as the director, what kind of responsibilities do you have and what decisions do you get to make? Oh, gosh. Okay, so as chamber director, I'm also economic development director, too. So I wear both of those hats. Chamber is also a visitor center, so I wear that hat, too. Community promoter, event planner, um, working with chamber members, help their business, give them, like, professional development opportunities, different things just to get them more involved in the community and the community more involved with what they have going on in their business. So I wear a lot of hats. We do a lot of different things. So I touched on um, events. We do entrepreneurship stuff too. We do some different workshops. Well, just to add to that, so I'm on I'm on that board that, that you're referencing. Um, <clears throat> and just on the board itself, I mean, we do a lot and and we meet once a month, you know, and, and Alex uh, gets us to sign up on on all these events and, and whatnot. But um, just the board itself, you know, is is quite a bit to manage. I can't imagine tacking on all of that. So um, I, you know, I, it's very respectable, everything that you do and how well you do it. I think that just the downtown events, that's kind of where um, rightfully so you get a lot of your, your credit and people, I think pe- more people should know that I mean, there's a person behind making these successful and that's, that's Alex. So, well, and okay. And I can't take all of the credit because behind a lot of those events, we also have small, but mighty committees. A lot of them are small, but very, very mighty. So you told me I could do a little shout out. So if anyone on this podcast wants to volunteer for any of those little committees, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, It's a good time. Well, that's cool. What's one of your favorite hats to wear out of all the hats that you're or maybe hmm. one that you're the most passionate about currently in this season. It, it may change from season to season, but. Um, I, that's a very tough question because one of the things that I like the most about this role is that I get to wear so many of those different hats. And it's not just, you know, one day I'm wearing this hat, one day I'm wearing another hat. I am wearing all of these single, all of these hats like every single day. So I think one of the aspects of it that I like the most, and it fits in with this downtown podcast, is that I get to go around, be out and about, go and talk with people. You know, you're like on my way here, walking from the chamber down here to State Farm, going over and saying, you know, you see people in their vehicles, they're smiling, they're waving to you, you wave back. Same thing, you walk by businesses and you do like a goofy little smile wave and see if anyone waves back. 
Most most times they do because they're like, oh gosh, what is she? They, they feel sorry yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think to answer your question, my favorite hat is just being out and about in the community. Yeah. That's cool. Well, hey, we're going to jump into one of my favorite segments called Brick Basics, all about your building. Tell us, where is your building located? What do you know about the chamber building, historical timeline, maybe a little bit of previous businesses that have been there before? Okay, so our building is located at 502 Broadway, corner of 5th and Broadway. It's the big two-story, like, red brick and white building. It has the chamber logo says Larned Area Chamber and Visitor Center on the front. So it's a good looking building. Yes. Yeah. Yes. On the outside. The inside's great too. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. But we did just repaint some of it. Um, so before I get into that, the building was built in 1883 and originally housed um, First Day Bank, which is now Fusion Bank. And that's what it was built there for. So okay. it used to still be right on the corner had like a big tall peak i took pictures beforehand so then you know i could show you guys later but the chamber was established in 1947 the building itself was renovated in 1960 and in quotes to look more modern so in 1976 the city was gifted the building from the jordan foundation for the purpose of it being the Chamber Economic Development mm -hmm. Visitor Center, and we've been here ever since. So my little joke about it looking more like the times. So the outside looks great. You come on the inside, wood paneling everywhere. So I'm pretty sure when they did that renovation in the 60s, it's still the same exact wood paneling in there. But wow. I can almost feel sorry for you in the wood paneling, but if anybody's been in State Farm... And you have talked to me for more than 10 minutes in State Farm. You know that I can't stand the carpet. Currently renting, so my hands are a little bit tied there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so I, I feel that. Um, but no, really beautiful building downtown. Um, I think it's a, a cornerstone. And I've always wondered, is the – so the upstairs is used – what is the upstairs used for? So the upstairs is rented out uh, by the Learned Town Group. So um, AA meetings. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we don't really do too much with upstairs. Is there. is it dated too up there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It It is dated more than the wood paneling. I mean, that's where you have, like, the good carpet. Yeah. The okay. good dated carpet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love – one of my first memories with that building was moving here in 2013. So it had been 2014 during the parade. And I believe it could be a little off on, on my years. Kevin Holt, if you're listening, you can send me a text if I'm wrong. But I remember that parade and Kevin Holt was up on that little balcony mm -hmm. yeah. announcing the parade. I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't even know you. Yeah. I know. It doesn't you look get like to, it. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. But he was out there announcing it. it it's a great looking building. I love it. Yeah. So funny thing with that. People say, oh, where's the door and the stairs to get up there? It doesn't exist. It's just a balcony, so you have to get a ladder and climb up from the outside. And Are you hop. serious? Yeah, yeah. You hop, literally <laughs> hop over the railing, climb up the stairs, hop over the railing, and you're up there. Yeah. Oh, good. good. <laughs> hmm. 
my my insurance liability <laughs> alarm is going off right now. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I I did not know that. I was gonna say I had an idea. I I said on the board we could we could raffle off the best seat for the parade. But See? now now that's just not no, possible. No, right, not. right. Good idea, but it kind of depends on uh if they have a fear of heights and how comfortable they are on a ladder. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Well, cool. Well, any other questions about? So, so the upstairs and also another shout out since we're on the board income, um, in the back, the Jordan room, right? So yes. I don't think that a whole lot of people probably know about the Jordan room. Um, so you want to dive into that a little bit? For sure. So the back half of our building, it's known as the Jordan room. It has, um, so like a meeting room. So one half is, you know, your tiled floors, you know, chairs and tables all around the, you know, you would sit for like a round table or just board meetings, things like that, lunch meetings. The other side of that has a stage. So we've used it for coffee hours. Um, it's been used for most commonly graduations, bridal showers, birthdays, baby showers. We even hosted a wedding in there. I want to say it was last year really? from a couple that was from California. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So it can be used for a lot of different things. There's a kitchen back there. Um, but really, it's just another little space that, you know, you can just call us up and say, hey, I'm looking for a space to do this. You'll have to do some decorating, bring some of that stuff. But right. otherwise, it's just an easy, how many, how many people located. Do you think? It depends on what the event is for. Um, so when we do, when we do like coffee hours back there, that's just, you know, you set up the chairs mm -hmm. um, in this on the stage side. And I want to say you can fit with seated and standing somewhere between, I don't know, 40 and 60 people, yeah. give or take. Yeah. I mean, you can use more. There's just a wall dividing the meeting room and the right. stage area. Right. But yeah. You've been in the Jordan room? I can't recall being in the well, Jordan room. Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. Sounds like you're going to need a tour. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't been on the balcony either, so yeah, that's true. I need a tour of that. We can do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all we need is a ladder. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, let's jump into our segment, Broadway Vitals, all about downtown. We talk about the pros and the cons. We get the cons out of the way first, the negative stuff, and talk about some of the positive things about downtown. Alex, you grew up here in Larned, but one of the questions we ask is, what's one of the hardest adjustments you face when moving back to learn it. So one of them was, so obviously since I grew up here, everyone, you know, knew me all through growing up, elementary school, high school, being a volunteer, being in 4-H, like all of that stuff. But it was kind of a challenge when I came into this chamber role um, because I did it. So I didn't touch on this earlier, but the reason why I became chamber director, so both Seth and I knew we were coming back here and it's funny, I got calls and texts, either myself or people were calling or texting my parents, stopping by their house saying, hey, is Alex going to come back here? And they're like, yes, why? Because there's a chamber job opening and we think she would be great. So jumped in, took a leap of faith, didn't really know what I was getting into. Five years in, having a blast. But that challenge was people seeing me as the kid before mm -hmm. I left to yeah. now like, Hey, I'm a young professional. You know, I, I have all of these ideas. I want to do these things. 
I am still a kid at heart. I will forever be that way because, you know, I'm goofy, happy Alex. But uh, that was one of the challenges. The other one is you hear, you know, there are so many different entities that beforehand, I mean, we've come a long way in these five years. So when I started, there were a lot of entities that were spinning their wheels separately. They were in their own silos. So now, kind of a plus, we're all working together a Mm -hmm. lot better. So that's one. But one of the biggest challenges um, was that you hear all about, oh, this is what Larned used to be, or oh, I remember when we did that, which it's great in the sense of nostalgia where you can look back and say, oh, yeah, it was really cool when this happened, or oh, it was really cool when, you know, downtown was full of all of these businesses. Every building was full. All of this happened and all of that happened. But you have to look at it through the lens of that was then. Times have changed so much. So, yeah, that's what it was then. But there are new things that we have going for us now that sometimes just get overlooked because, you know, people are stuck in the glory days. Yes. Wow. Well, that that resonated with me quite a bit. (laughs) Um, You know, it it is a challenge growing up in a small town. I mean, there's there's plenty of advantages, uh, like like you mentioned, of of coming back to your hometown, but um, establishing yourself as a professional in that same town that you were you were in high school not too long ago, um, you know, uh, faces its own set of challenges. But I think that, you know, you have definitely established yourself as a, as a mover and a shaker, um, in the community. And I think that that's, uh, resonated with a lot of people. So what is the most consistent complaint <laughs> that you're facing in regards to downtown? Now, you, so you have like four pages there, Alex. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I touched on this a little bit ago. It's really just that what I said before of the nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, everyone saying, oh, you know, back when Larned was full of all of these businesses, every building downtown. So that's one of the biggest ones that people say, oh, well, downtown isn't as like full or I don't know, vibrant as it used to be. Right. Well, one of the problems is a lot of the buildings that aren't being occupied as a retail business or just an active uh, service business downtown is that they're owned and just solely used for storage or they're in such a rough shape that it's going to take thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get them, you know, in shape to where someone could walk in and say, Hey, yeah, I want to buy a business downtown or I want to, you know, move my building or my business downtown and be in this building. But it's a big, big, big cost financially, especially with just all of the work that it would take. So that's probably the biggest one that people say, oh, we have all of these old buildings, but they're not being used or they're not being up, like kept up. And that is one of our um, goals going way back to, to a few minutes ago of, of you talking of everybody being separate, right? Um, all these all these organizations kind of uh, generically shooting for the same outcome, but doing it independently. Um, that's one of the goals of this podcast is to kind of pull everybody together, but then also leverage that nostalgia that you talk about of what it once was. You know, if, if you've lived here your whole life, there's been a, been a ton of changes if you're over, you know, 50. Um, but not looking at that as like a necessarily a bad thing, but what could be 
moving forward. Because being in State Farm, I talk with a lot of people who move to Larned and have fresh perspectives. And and not of course not one of them say, Oh, well, this is this is different than the pictures and I looked up of nineteen thirty. You know, no, <laughs> nobody says that. They say, This is a wonderful small town. We we move from Colorado, California, you know, all all those types of states. Um and we love the small town aspect. It's a beautiful town. So pair that with, you know, people that have been here. Does it look different? Absolutely. But we have a lot of things going for us. And if we can uncover what we had going for us and just utilize that moving forward and maybe a little bit different aspect, more modernized, um, we've got a pretty bright future. It's just a matter of doing it. Yeah, that's good. Well, let's jump into some of the pros of our segment, Broadway Vitals, all about downtown. What does our downtown already have going for it and what is valued? So... Landon, like you just said, as a visitor center, we get people coming in. Often we're one of the first stops that people make when they're either just moving to Larned and they're coming in to get a welcome bag or just, hey, we were over at the city. They told us to stop by. Tell us about the community. Tell us about, you know, what it's like. So it's cool that I can share my, hey, I grew up here perspective, but also working on the side of, hey, this is, you know, what we have going for us now. And you can see um, the changes there. One of the biggest pros is that you can tell anyone who is located downtown that has a business, they care. Yeah. They care a lot about what they're doing. So retail, service, there's pride about being downtown and having mm-hmm. fun there. Because like I said, you have people come in and they say, oh, this is such a cute small town. Like, you know, you get that nostalgic or like, um, I don't know, just fun homey, small, loving community vibe when you come in. And we hear a lot about that. So the fact that our businesses also, they take so much pride in, you know, being downtown with what they, you know, sell, um, their products, their services, that they care and it shows. Yeah. So I would say that's one of the biggest pros. I, a lot of our businesses, I mean, they're great. Um, they're full of ideas. They're really active. You know, when, We've done like shopping nights or different giveaways where people just have to go in, stop in and say hi. They jump right on board because it's it's a no-brainer of, hey, you're encouraging people to come in? Of course. Why wouldn't I stay open? Why wouldn't I just say, hey, yeah, you can put a little box here that will, you know, hopefully encourage people to come in and just sign up, get their foot in the door without any big obligation of, do I have to buy something? Yeah. Who do I have to talk to? Like, is there like going to be some kind of awkward encounter or something mm-hmm. like that? Just easy, um, just small homey feels, I guess, with our downtown. As a community member, what's one of your favorite things, your parts about downtown? So I touched on this a little bit ago. Uh, My favorite part is in my role anyway, getting to walk around, do my goofy Alex wave, stuff like that. But the small town atmosphere and especially at Christmas. So I'm one of those weird, well, not weird. I mean, I am weird, but mushy, gushy, like Hallmark movie watchers. So Christmas time comes around and you just feel like you're in a small town Hallmark movie. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, 
talking about the parade and being up on yes. that. Like that's a that's a classic scene out of a Hallmark movie. I I have a wife, so yes, I've seen plenty of Hallmark. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I tell you, every single one has a parade, and every <laughs> single one of them is standing on top of something, and that's and then all the crowd's looking up at them. Yeah. That's sure. exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> that's certainly a aspect that we have because I think that's more treasured. You talk about versus in the past versus now. That is becoming more and more treasured because in the past, everybody had that small town feel, you know, I mean, that's what, that's what the world was, was a bunch of small towns independently working. Now it's becoming more and more rare to have that, have it like a nice small town, you know, it's really treasured um, because you have maybe at one point you had a nice suburb that had that small town feel and now the city is expanding and um, it's just, that is something that we have going for us moving forward is Kind of that, almost like that Hallmark movie feel of, wow, this, you know, there's no crime here. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> it, it's, that's kind of rarity these days, unfortunately. It's that safe quality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot, of, that's what we hear a lot of. Like people will come in from other states and say, wow, we really moved here because it seems like a like safe, yeah. genuine community yeah. that, you know, people really, they look out for you. They care about you. They care about, you know, your kids, your parents, you know all of your family members. Yeah. And the, I guess the last thing before we move on, um, just in regards to downtown and that Hallmark feel, that's something as a business to take advantage of. Um, one, if you're already down here, um, I, I love seeing, I tell the board all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but I've mentioned it before. <laughs> of you know, anytime there's something on Larned streets, like it's, if it's a flag or just something out of the sort, we're so used to seeing the exact same thing down, down Broadway. Um, that anytime somebody does something different out in front of their building, it's like, it's, it just attracts people like flies and a light. Um, so with existing businesses, get out there and, and people treasure that just that little difference, small difference. And then two businesses who aren't downtown, um, really, and, and there is an obstacle of getting downtown. I understand that's, that's an issue as far as finding a building, but, um, I think we, as a community, we definitely need to treasure, um, the value of being downtown and the community being drawn there really um, and leveraging that. So, all right. Segment spitballers all about the future. Are you ready? (laughs) I don't know why I built that up like that. I'm ready. All right, let's go. Spitballers. As a director, what would improve shopping nights and experience downtown? Uh, So I would say two things. One, enhancing the atmosphere so one of those we've talked about parades if we could get new speakers downtown for those parades or even just to have music kevin like we've said kevin if you're listening he would joke around he's our you know awesome dedicated kind of forced voluntold uh parade announcer he's joked around with oh but if we get new speakers that means people are gonna listen to me and then i'm really gonna have to watch what i say (laughs) To, to clarify, new speakers as far as the technology goes, not necessarily. We aren't trying to replace Kevin. Oh, yeah. right. no, 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 yeah. no, no. I, 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 when I, I try to get close so I can listen to Kevin because it enhances the the parade. He's funny, he's yeah. clever. I've got, I've got an embarrassing story. <laughs> <laughs> this is you it's recent. It it's recent. <laughs> I was so I just assumed that Kevin did all the did all the parades. But come homecoming parade, I guess he doesn't do the homecoming parade, uh, but he's, he's walking by me by state farm. Cause we're checking out the parade and it's over with. And I go, Kevin sounded good this year, uh, in regards to announcing. 
And he goes, he kind of gives me a weird look and I'm like, I'm walking, I keep on walking. I was actually coming to see you, Alex. And, uh, and I'm like, man, did I say something off? I don't know why he gave me that. And then I just got a call from Pastor Ryan <laughs> yesterday and he goes, Hey, I want to let you know that was actually me on the, on the announcing the, uh, parade. That wasn't Kevin. I'm like, <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> It's kind Way of to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. so he used to do the parade announcing for homecoming, but last year, I believe it was last year, if not the year before, um, Kevin wasn't going to be able to announce for one of the parades. So we were able to scramble. I was able to say, nope, I don't want to do it. Don't make me do mm-hmm. it. So that's when Pastor Ryan got roped into it. And I guess, you know. He's just done it since. So as I was telling people at the homecoming parade, oh, you just have to wait until Christmas. Then you'll get Kevin's debut again. Yep. It's not Kevin. It's not Kevin. It's Pastor (laughs) Ryan. Yeah. That's fine. For the homecoming. Right. Yes. Right. right. I mean, yeah. Christmas Christmas is still Kevin. Kevin. And Santa Fe Trail Days. Yes. It is Kevin. It's not Kevin. Yeah. Right. You're just taking turns. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So that's the speaker one. Um, We've talked about this at board meetings. Uh, some murals downtown. Yeah. I mean, you see, like, that's the big thing right now Mm -hmm. of, you know, different states, different communities, even in Kansas that are doing all sorts of different murals. And it's awesome. They look amazing. It's one way that, you know, you can enhance community pride. You know, you have something right there. You can have a cool photo op, you know, you can do, it just enhances events, the whole downtown atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be awesome if we could, you know, get some murals up um, so I think those two would really enhance the atmosphere, but also, um, we have great business participation in these shopping nights. I mean, we have our businesses downtown that stay open, um, that, you know, will open their doors. They'll do sidewalk sales, um, service businesses that'll yeah. do like fun things too, that just want to get involved. Um, but I think, to improve the shopping nights or any of the events downtown, one of the challenges we always hear is, oh, well, I didn't know about this. So it's trying to find the right avenue so everyone knows about everything, which I know is impossible to do. Mm-hmm. But if we could get more of the community to come out and attend these fun downtown nights, and it's kind of sad because I've talked with a few downtown businesses and they've said, so we had someone come in you know, last week or whenever it was. And they've lived here for years, years and years. And they came in and said, oh, we didn't realize you were downtown. They're like, yeah, we've been here for, you know, however many years it's been. So I would just say one of the things that would really improve downtown is just if the community could, you know, come out more, support downtown. Because like I've said earlier, the businesses, they put a lot of work into you know, their business, their building, taking pride in what they do. So right. to come out, support Jared, downtown. how does, you've obviously, obviously have a, uh, well, like it's a congregation, but a following um, at, at church. How do you guys, what's your go-to as far as getting the word out, as far as events or anything you're going on? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I usually put them in a headlock. Oh. And yeah. say the announcement ten times in a row, and then make them say it back to me, and I just do that one at a time. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I jokingly say that because it is extremely challenging to convey information, and because we're living in a time 
in our culture where there's just so much information, mm-hmm. it's almost information overload. So it's difficult for, they may hear you say it, but no one's listening to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so trying to find that gap between someone hearing something and someone listening to something yeah. is, is the well, challenge. Even beyond, even beyond that, as far as, um, cause you're, you guys thankfully have a, have a, a meetup every, every Sunday, right. To where you're in front of the majority of your congregation and are able to, to share that. But on like Alex's end, um, there's not really, I mean, coffee hours, but there's not really a, a unifying time outside of like a chamber banquet. So, and we also go into the issue of just the diversity of ages in the community. Some people, I mean, let's face it. Some people, all that they look at is Facebook for information. Some people, all they look at is the newspaper for information. So, and there's not much mixture there. So we got to almost like hit all the heads to right. t- contact well, everybody. And there are some people that don't, you know, read the paper or spend that much time on Facebook. So yeah, it's like, right, there's right. no way to win. Yeah. Except, except, <laughs> I can't even say it straight face, <laughs> except a plane in the oh. sky banner. Banner just flying around Florida you know, for a week straight. <laughs> having mentioned that we just got out of Florida, we did go to the beach for a day, and there was yeah. a plane flying a oh, banner. That's fun. Yeah, and I found I caught myself looking at the banner the entire time as it wow. flew in front of me because it <gasps> was different. <laughs> I've got two words: Steve Gross. If you're listening, <gasps> yes, Steve yeah. Gross. We're, we'll just start we're flying after banner. You. No, yes. you know what? I think it just comes down to people desiring and wanting to be a part of downtown and really listening to what's being said. Yeah. Right. Because just in our day to day, we take for granted the things that are right in front of us. Right. So many people, I'm going to Great Bend to to do so-and-so when in reality we've got, we talked to to my favorite furnishings, you know, Uh, we've got it right in front of our noses. Um, It's just valuing that a little bit more. And with the downtown events, like they're, they're fun. Like I have a good time, you know, kids run around and I get them all worked up on my end and send them on down to all the other businesses. But, um, you know, they're, they're a good time. And I encourage more people to just, uh, get off the couch mainly and, and go have a good time with family. Yeah. Get outside and enjoy some fresh air. Right. And it's just a fun opportunity to, you know, no obligation, no expectations. Just go out, just have fun. You can walk into the businesses. No one's saying, hey, you have to spend money. You have to buy something. Just go in, check out what all is available. And yeah. That's cool because you even have other businesses that our downtown nights have grown to more than just the downtown businesses that you have, you know, other businesses. You have the hospital coming out and setting up a table. Mm-hmm. You have other businesses that aren't located downtown that say, hey, I want to be a part of things. Yeah. So, if we could get everyone else involved, that would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Long term. I felt like throughout the podcast you've sort of you've answered it in different ways, but long term as a community member, what do you think downtown Larned could be? I fully envision that like so us, all of us here in the room, even like my kids, will be able to look back and say, Oh man, do you remember when we did all of these things? The cool things that we're doing now that yeah. you know the yeah. older generations are saying about then. So I think it's just, you know, we just have to keep working together, keep doing things to get people involved and just keep, you know, having pride in our town because yeah. it's awesome. That's good. What would be the easiest and most impactful change that we can make? Okay. So. Where would you start? This, this easy- is no pressure, Alex. This is my favorite question. <laughs> oh, is it now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully I can deliver. So easiest one, 
shop local, but go in and tell our businesses, hey, we appreciate that you're downtown. We appreciate that, you know, you're putting your time and energy, your life into your business, into what you're doing, because that can make such an impact. You know, I go around and I talk to different businesses and they say, that's been a really rough day. It's been a rough day. But then you also have people that say, you know, we were caught so off guard. Someone came in and they said this and it just, it brightened our day. So just those, you know, encouraging, random words of kindness, shopping local, that can make the biggest difference. So that is my answer. Yeah, that's good. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yep. That's because that's one easy, right? Um, on a, on an individual level. And then two, um, that's good. I mean, we, we talk about, um, pulling outside money in, into learn it a lot, but really this, this community, um, has rallied many times before on just supporting local businesses. And I think we do a good job of that. Sometimes we just need to be reminded of that as well. For sure. Yeah. All right. Last question for the podcast. Are you ready? I'm going to build this one up again too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I keep doing that today. Uh, What's the best way to get involved as a community member? Okay. So I told you, I don't have the answer to get everyone involved, but the ways that you can get involved that we do. So we send out two newsletters every week through email. So one on Monday mornings, one on one towards the end of the week with all of the events going on throughout the weekend. But that's an easy way. You can subscribe. I promise I don't try to spam you out. Um, So there's two ways that you can hear all about what's going on, whether it's, you know, we're doing a ribbon cutting, we have a coffee hour, um, there's a health fair, there's, I don't know, a car show, different things like that, that just that one email has so much information in it. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, follow us on Facebook. Um, If you really like what, you know, any of the businesses are doing, go and follow them on Facebook. Give them shout outs. Um, Go in, you know, give them great reviews. Share the word. I mean, um, word of mouth is such a, probably the best way to get news out. So you like something, you're excited about something, go tell your friends about it. Tell your family. Mm -hmm. Um, Just basically, you know, look at the avenues of, you know, how we're trying to get things out. The paper does a great way you know, online. Um, but really it comes down to just jump in, just get involved, just do it. I mean, we put it out there, businesses put it out there of, you know, different ways that you can get out, support them, but it takes every person to just make the decision of, you know what? I think I'm going to just try it. Yeah. Just go out, just have fun. We have a lot of great things in the community, so take advantage of them. Well said. Thank you. I like it. Well, Alex, it has been a pleasure having you on. Um, we know that you do so much for the community. And on behalf of the community, we want to thank you for that. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll get you on another uh, <laughs> another episode of the Downtown Learned Podcast. Yes. Who knows? There we go. Well, yeah. hey, I've already gotten the one in, so now it's just yeah, smooth it's sailing right, from here. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Learned Downtown Podcast. I hope today that a little bit of vision for downtown was cultivated and stirred inside of you. Keep dreaming and have that vision. Until next time, see ya. Hey guys, Landon here. Just wanted to thank you for joining us this week on the podcast. I also had some great news. We actually recorded this podcast a few months ago. And since then, the Chamber has received a donation for new speakers. So the speakers that we had a long conversation about in regards to the parades and just the downtown atmosphere 
um, our wish has been fulfilled. So um, super great news. That's absolutely a great step towards renovating and uh, rejuvenating downtown Larned. So we want to thank that donor and be on the lookout for those. God bless, guys. Thanks. Bye. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learner Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.